Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I am so thrilled to be speaking with sommelier Jill Mott. She is from Henry and Son. And Jill, I uh, welcome. Happy holidays. How are you? Well, I'm better now that I have my shirt on for my shift today that says, I'm full of holiday spirit, a.k.a. wine. <laughs> so I'm How great. appropriate. <laughs> it is very appropriate. Happy holidays to you, too. Why, thank you. Well, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I'd like to talk about a celebratory wine that I've talked about on the show, but it has to have been now a year plus. And I've been, as you know, the last couple of times you and I've chatted, I've had some sort of inspiration for my choice, some jazz inspiration, which I feel like is kind of fitting and really fun. Um, And this morning, I was listening to your great delivery of that uh, Donald Byrd song, Lusana's <laughs> Princess, done in 73. Yeah, Priestess, and, yeah. Or Priestess, yeah. And I was like, man, you know, I really i am enjoying, the, over the last couple weeks, I've been loving like 70s jazz and specifically <laughs> 70s trumpeters. So when you played that, I was like, what? Um because you also, there's also been a, a, a great song that you and I have talked about, uh, Art Farmer's Crawl Space from the 70s. Yeah. Which got me onto Ted Curson. Weird. Who, he's, yeah. He was I mean, born, great, but weird. So, but, it's, but so good <laughs> and so tasty, right? Yeah. So he was born in, in the mid-30s, I think, in on the East Coast in Philly. And he had a, um, a jazz album that came out the same year as Street Lady, the, the song that, that Donald oh, Byrd yeah. tune was on this morning. 73, uh, yeah. Yep, 73, and it was it's called Jazz Meeting One. And the song is called Funky, with PH, Funky Physicist. Of course, yes. And man, is it a good tune, and you get 30 seconds in. And I think it's Ted Kirsten. I've been like really trying to figure out who is the trumpeter on that piece? Because it's technically his album, right? Or who he's, but like, but I can't figure, but I think it's Ted Curson. Anyway, yeah. tasty 70s trumpeters <laughs> led me to pet gnats. Like, <laughs> and I've bubbly. talked about bubbly, yes. So I've talked about Petillant Naturel on the show before. And just to give everybody a brief background, Petillant Naturel. They're usually half the price of champagne, sometimes even less expensive, and they tend to be just as festive and a little bit more kind of fun and jovial, even though they can have some serious sides. And it reminded me, you know, I mean, this 70s jazz, you can't listen to it without a smile on your face. I mean, they're all (laughs) so hilarious and awesome and great, but there are some, like, you can definitely be studying what they're doing, right? You can give them a thoughtful, you know, yeah. instance. And so I, the same is true for pet nets. So pet nets, they're made usually, they can be made you, the way that normally pet nets are crafted is they are, it's the oldest form of sparkling wine that we know of in the world because back in the day, centuries ago, sparkling wine, there was a preference for just still wine that had a little sweetness, but what would happen? They would put it in a bottle, get it all ready in the fall after the wine was almost finished fermenting. It still had some sugar and the grape juice, right? But then they would, when spring came around and those cellars warmed up again, fermentation would start again and you'd either be left with something sparkling 
or you'd be left with blown up bottles, right? And so, and where you'd end up with a, a dry wine. And in the instance of the the sparkling wines, that has natural petillance. So you have the fermentation carrying over and fermenting in a natural way. So petillant bubbles that are natural. And um, there are a couple that I'd love to talk about on today's show. Uh, the first one is from a producer out in Vermont. Now this is the most expensive sparkling wine that is not a champagne I'll probably talk about, but it is festive. It's a weird time of year. <laughs> I'm buying like, instead of 400 presents, I'm buying like four. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to be drinking this this holiday season. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, you know, it's $48. It's from this guy's name is Ethan Joseph. And what, why is it $48? Because of this people. It's from Vermont. <laughs> and it's from a weird grape that we're growing even here in Minnesota, but we don't use that often, called La Crescent. La Crescent. La Crescent it's a hybrid varietal that's cold, climate hardy, and it's done with some skin contact. So a few days in like an orange wine fashion. And the reason why this is so cool, it's extremely rare. Like we only got a case at the wine shop I work at. And I don't think anybody else even has it because I had to like special order it for this time of year. Wow. But it's like it was bottled as the wine was still fermenting that had a little bit more, that had some sugar left in it and it was bottled. And so now that those yeasts keep feeding, right? And they keep producing the carbon dioxide, CO2. Mm -hmm. And what we're left with is in this case, almost like a champagne, like very charged effervescence. It's dry. It's almost a little bit like, like sour persimmons and a little bit of like lemon on the palate. It's just super fun and beautiful. There's hardly any sulfur added to it. So it's very grapey, even though it's dry and just a really cool way to, to treat yourself for the holidays. Another one I want to talk about is kind of like a, a pet net hybrid. And I don't mean to confuse people, there's a producer out of northern Italy called Castel Noirna. And the castle on this property has been, you know, is extant since like the 14th century. A ton of history here. And uh, the guy who currently owns the castle and he's, you know, making wine on the estate, he makes this really cool wine um, that is a blend of Chardonnay and a local grape called Nociola. And what's cool about this is it's sort of like a Petnat Champagne hybrid, which Champagne is a wine that the second fermentation happens in the bottle, right? So yeah. you have like a, um, a wine that ferments and you, you take that fermented wine, that dry wine, you put it in a bottle, you put some sugar and or yeast in there, cap it up and then that second fermentation starts what these guys have done their wine called rethium is they've taken they've aged it in acacia barrels oh which gives it like this really fun angularity and just like you're walking through a forest sort of woodsy smell but then you also have all of like the pear and the really pretty apple notes that come from chardonnay nociola kind of gives it some nice acidity they have a dry wine that they've taken out of the acacia barrels, they put it into the bottle, and then they take grape juice of the same grapes from the previous year <laughs> that is still sweet, of course, and they put that in the bottle to start a second fermentation. 
And it's just absolutely delicious, gorgeous. It drinks like a pet nap meets a champagne. <laughs> super fun, super festive. It's the, you know it hovers right around thirty dollars depending on where you get it, and just a great alternative to champagne that'll save you know save you some some money this year. But it's also just as celebratory and uh, made in a natural vein. So a couple recommendations that remind me of tasty 70s jazz (laughs) (laughs) and perfect for the upcoming holidays jill mott sommelier from henry and son will speak with you in two weeks i hope you have a great couple of weeks ahead of you thank you so much for talking with us today thank you and to everybody listening and to everybody at jazz 88 have a wonderful holiday and be safe and be healthy